You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting. They're an accounting firm that works specifically with mental health practices, both solo and group. And they do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. And on top of that, they can help you set up your Profit First systems. So if you're thinking of using Profit First or currently use them, go to Green Oak Accounting and check them out. You can check them out at www.greenoakaccounting.com. Mention the Group Practice Exchange and get $100 off your first month. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is a practice management and EHR software that helps behavioral health professionals manage their practice with confidence and efficiency. I've been using Therapy Notes in my own group practice for about five or six years now, and they're hands down amazing. They've got a scheduling and to-do list that is so easy to look at, a notes template that is amazing and exactly what you need, billing that has accurate reports that you can use, credit card processing system, a client portal that's constantly being updated, security, and tech support that is amazing. You can call and actually talk to someone right away. If you're looking for an EHR that can give you everything you need to run your group practice smoothly, try Therapy Notes out by going to www.therapynotes.com forward slash the group practice exchange, and you'll get two free months to try them out. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Group Practice Exchange podcast. I'm really excited because I've got Dr. Avis DeWeaver on with me, and she's actually one of the keynotes for our Group Practice Owners Summit coming up this summer um, that's now virtual. And um, we're really excited. She's going to be talking about media pitching, and I know that's something that is a topic that a lot of people are asking about, so I'm excited to have her on. Hi, Dr. Avis. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. So for those who might not yet know you, and I've uh, posted a little bit about you in in my Facebook group uh, with your media pitch thing that you have going on right now, but for those who don't yet know you, can you give a little intro into who you are, what you do, and how you help people? Sure. So my name is uh, Dr. Avis Jones-Weaver. Uh, I am a media monetization mentor, and I come by that uh, after having over 20 years of experiences. I don't probably need to say how much over 20 years, but over 20 years <laughs> experience uh, in the media. I came to the media in a way in the sense that uh, my background is not in journalism. My background is not in PR. My background is as a subject matter expert. My area of expertise uh, happens to be politics. So uh, most of my background in the media hasn't been around either political commentary or uh, as a researcher, where I spend a great deal of my, of my experience, my professional experience, uh, as a uh, subject matter expert around policy uh, as it's traversing its way through the whole Washington, D.C. thing, right? So um, I, I've come by uh, my research and my experience in media in that way. And uh, I looked at it from that perspective until I made the shift from uh, employee to entrepreneur. So uh, when I started my own business, I started to think of how can I use my media exposure in a more strategic way in order to 
specifically drive more leads and ultimately more revenue to my business. And so I developed the system to be able to quickly um, uh, position myself in, a me- in the media in ways that will allow me to attract uh, more clients to what I do and became very successful in growing my business really quickly that way. And uh, since then, I've ultimately started to teach other entrepreneurs and subject matter experts how to monetize their expertise uh, and how to grow their businesses uh, through the strategic use of the media as part of what I call their media marketing matrix. I love that. Um, So obviously, you have a a lot of years experience in this. What would you say is kind of a maybe a, the main, a big tip or like a first step maybe that a group practice owner who maybe hasn't done any media pitching at all, what would your advice be or a piece of feedback around just even getting started? Because I think that's probably the hardest part from, from what I'm hearing is they don't know what they don't know, so they don't right. start with. Yeah. So I think it's a couple of things. I think number one, you have to know that, first of all, what you have to say and your expertise has value. It's interesting to me that, you know, oftentimes people think, I don't think anyone would really care what I have to think or what I have to say, or uh, they really don't understand how to position what they do in a way that's newsworthy. And it all begins with, first of all, understanding that your experience is valuable and you help people in what you do every day on a micro scale in terms of being able to meet the needs of your specific clients and their specific challenges. But your body of knowledge and your expertise can also help people on a macro scale as well as elevate you and differentiate yourself from other competitors in your space in a way that only I believe the media can do. Uh, so when you are able to position yourself as quote unquote, the go-to expert uh, in your field, and even if it's just in your locality, um, by strategically utilizing the media in your space, that definitely puts you into a, com- a position where you're at a competitive advantage. So the first thing I would say is know that what your expertise has value, um, even beyond how you are using it today to change lives. You can really amplify that by, you know, hundreds, if not thousands, quite frankly. And then um, secondly, uh, I would say that the second thing that it's very important for new people who are entering the media space to understand is that what's what's critical to get is that when you are positioning yourself for media attention, you need to make sure that the way that you present your pitch per se, or, you know, when you're looking to get media attention, you need to present what you want to talk about in the media in a way that is what I call mediagenic. So you have to understand how to position what you want to talk about in a way that would interest the media. You know, oftentimes people who are kind of new to this space come to it thinking about a specific message that they want to relay, something specific that they're super excited about that they want to talk about in the media. But you have to understand that whoever you're pitching, they are sharing you with their platform and their platform has specific interests. uh, Their platform has specific uh, needs. And so you need to figure out how can you position what you do and what you want to say in a way that would be interesting to that particular platform's audience. And so what I really try to get people to understand is that there, there needs to be a match there. Uh, there needs to be like a love connection between what you want to say and the audience of the platform. 
platform that you're looking to be on. I guarantee you, there are so many media out here. You can find someone that would really resonate with the messages you want to get out, but you have to be strategic to make sure that you are pitching the right person or the right platform for the particular, uh, for what you want to say, because it has to match their particular audience's needs, desires, interests, uh, in order for that gatekeeper to say, yes, I want you to come on and share that message with those people who watch our television show, who listen to our podcasts or our radio show, or who read our particular publication. That makes a lot of sense. I, I talk a lot with um, group practice owners who are wanting to do um, public speaking, whether it's in the, you know, in, in the schools or in local businesses. So not media per se, but just doing workshops or presentations in the community. And so often what I see is that um, they come to a school and say, you know, as an example, I, I want to talk to this local high school and they'll say, here's all these topics that I can talk about that I have specialty in. Is there one that fits your needs. And I, I know that, you know, people don't want to have to do the work to get you on, on board and that you really need to be coming to them, you know, with something that, you know, is their pain point or something that they, they would need from you, like a topic that. Exactly. Yes. So I'm, that's what I'm kind of hearing from you too. Um, which is nice to hear that even from like the a media perspective is that you, you really want to know the audience of those platforms before you go and talk about, you know, try to pitch something because it obviously needs to not just fit your specialty, but also fit the audience of the, of the platform or the people that you'd be um, going on. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, that old adage, a confused mind does nothing, right? Yeah. So if, if you are, are, are pitching an idea and then the producer has to figure out, well, how is this relevant to what we talk about or, you know, what we focus on, then they're, it's, it, they're not going to spend time trying to figure that out. You have to make that very plain for them so that it then becomes an easy yes. That makes a lot of sense. Um, do you have any tips for how to actually do the searching of, of places? I mean, I guess. Um, that would be just another step beyond is, is you can't really think about what you're wanting to talk about, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you figure that kind of thing out? Cause I feel like there's just the, I mean, the world is so, so big. How do you yes. know where to go? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Um, you, the biggest tip that I can give you, it may seem so simple and you know commonsensical but a lot of people don't do this the main thing is just if you know you like a certain television show and that's attracting you that you just want to be on the show watch the show watch several episodes uh if you listen to several episodes of a podcast that you're targeting listening to uh, or read a particular publication that you want to get published in so you can get a sense of the type that they say yes to, right? Yeah. Um, particularly in when it relates to uh, television, oftentimes if it's a, a regular show, we'll have like regular segments. And if you watch the show enough, you not only get a sense on the macro level about the types of things that they cover, you get a sense about, hey, there are particular segments that specifically focus on X, Y, and Z. And so maybe I could even say that, hey, I would be a great fit for this segment on that show. So the thing is, you just have to become a very targeted consumer of media, um, particularly in spaces that you believe 
would be congruent with what you want to say. Therefore, you can get a better idea of the types of things that normally show up in that space and where you can be a value add. It can also help because sometimes people's pitches uh, aren't accepted, not because they're not a good fit or not because they uh, are a bad pitch even. It could be they just co- just covered that issue last week. So you, you have to make sure that you are a consumer of the media uh, such that you can come into this next process, the process of trying to sort of get in, break in um, with a level of knowledge around exactly you know, how you would best fit not only generally the platform, but even specifically the moment uh, such that you are uh, adding to what they've done and not necessarily being repetitive for what to what they just did recently. I, I love that piece of feedback. Um, tell tell me, I know you you have uh, several offerings. Is there anything that our audience would benefit from if they're interested in taking a step into figuring out how to make a pitch? Places, you know, figuring out where they should make that first pitch happen and then also around like the actual putting together of a pitch because I I can imagine there's a sort of art to you know you might be a a, a, an expert on um I don't know let's say OCD right and um, you work with clients that have OCD it's one thing to be an expert in helping and supporting someone that has OCD but it's probably an entirely different thing to pitch um you know talking about the subject of OCD to uh you know a place that it would benefit, you know, hearing this information, but to pitch that information out, right? Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it's really great because, you know, it helps people. I do have an offering that helps people walk through that process uh, and understand, as you mentioned, not only the art, but also the science to pitching. And so I offer something called a Perfect Media Pitch Masterclass, and they can go to perfectmediapitch.com to sign up for it. It's a multi-day masterclass. We just go an hour a night, five days a week. At the end of the process, you have your pitch done. Uh, The last time I went through this class, before people even finished the entire process, I had one person who had already um, pitched and gotten booked on four different podcasts. I had another person who used these techniques and applied them to pitching for speaking engagements, and she got two speaking engagements. Uh, and I just found out yesterday that um, someone who went through the class actually used the strategy that I used around developing a proposal because that's just a different type of pitch. Um, and she used it to get her first client for her brand new business. So it, this idea of pitching is something definitely that you can use for the media. But the the, the strategy uh, and the specific formula can be applied in a variety of different situations. That's Awesome. Um, thank you so much. I just want to make sure, is there any last tip or feedback that you have or have we sort of covered that all? One last tip I would like to give you, and, I, and this is for our, our modest listeners out there. You cannot run away from the fact that you're an expert. I think that a lot of people, and I hate to say it, but particularly women, uh, tend to shy away from even thinking of themselves and definitely uh, shy away from positioning themselves as an expert in what you do. And I need to let you know that if you're going to try to get into the media, you have to own that. You have to embrace it. You have to hold it confidently that you are an expert uh, because the media is not interested in having someone on their platform who, you know, kind of sort of knows what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are looking exclusively for experts. And so I know your listeners are all experts at what they do. 
And as you are positioning yourself for media opportunities, be okay with tooting your own horn and saying, I'm an expert in XYZ. That's what they want to hear. I I love that. That's a great way to end this. It's such a good piece of feedback. I think mindset is such a big um, area to focus on as business owners in general, but yes, especially as as women business owners, um, shifting mindset in in just various areas of business ownership um, is an important topic that we we talk about a lot. But uh, I'm seeing that also be an important aspect in terms of just kind of owning that you know something and you know something really well and that exactly to say, you know, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And, um, for those of you that haven't yet signed up for the group practice owners summit in July, um, you should totally join. Um, we have uh, several hundred people already signed up, which is exciting. And, and, um, Dr. Avis is going to be keynoting day two, I think, right. Is, is the day that you're noting on diversity and leadership, which is going to be, such an awesome topic and, and we're super excited about it. So I'm, I'm really um, excited to, to get to sort of virtually meet you again in there. I'm sort of bummed that I don't get to meet you in person, but this will do. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll have to come back once we get beyond the social distancing moment that we're experiencing. <laughs> I know, but we'll, we'll make do with what we can do, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, it was nice talking to you and thank you so much. You, you as well. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.